Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. Hi, friend, and welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., and I hope you're having uh, an amazing day. And if you're not, chances are it's going to get better soon. Hopefully after this podcast, you're going to feel a lot better. <laughs> that is the duh, That's the plan. I want to start off by giving a shit ton of gratitude to all of the amazing listeners who leave five-star reviews. We actually would like to share one now. This is a five-star review labeled life-changing. There She Rose podcast is one of the best podcasts out there. As a small business owner, I am so grateful for the content in this podcast. It's uplifting and encouraging and has definitely helped me in times that I felt a little unsure of myself. It's so good that I have listened to some of these episodes multiple times and it is the podcast that I've shared with friends the most. Thank you so much for sharing that Uh Amazing feedback. First of all, thank you. It is a labor of love to come bring you content every week. Uh, so there is a new podcast that launched every Wednesday. That is podcast day. And so most likely if you are a loyal listener, then you are probably listening to this on a Wednesday. Uh, and if you are from the future, welcome. Okay. So today we have some good content. We're talking all about how to show up as a leader inside of your business, even if you're feeling unsure about like fully stepping into that space. And I think it's really important that we talk about what a leader actually is. So this is something that I struggled with in the past before um, when opening my business for the first time. I'm a three-time business owner. I have a salon, a custom color salon in Cheshire, Connecticut, and also a hair education company for hairstylists and owners, salon owners and independent stylists. That's called Salt Society. And then I have my business, Rising Wolf, which is a spiritual practice for me and helping coach women on the scientific process of really becoming the author of your own life by rewiring your mind, removing energy blocks, stepping into your power, and being able to scale your business through energetics. So stepping into that leadership position, to me, first and foremost, was a really scary thing to do because I assumed that being a leader meant being like... um like bossy for whatever reason, the word association I had with leader was not positive. And even though it's a very positive, it should be a very positive word. You're leading your, your team. You're leading people to an end destination with strength and love and openness. And so I actually, um, a while back had a conversation, uh, when I was rebuilding my relationship with, uh, being a leader, uh, I was talking with my therapist, um, whom I love very, very much. And she asked me, well, what do you think a leader is? And that was like, oh, well, I guess that I have to start there, right? Well, what do I think a leader is? And for me and my businesses, I feel like a leader is someone who is open to um, guiding people with flexibility and love, but also with an end destination in mind, knowing the goal and being flexible in getting there. 
also being open to other people's ideas and allowing people to lead within my business as well to ensure that the team gets there all together now. So um, I guess the next question she had for me was, well, what are you already doing in your business that allows you to feel like a leader? So I listed all the things and she goes, well, you sound like you're already one that maybe you have too high of expectations or maybe your idea of being a leader isn't in alignment with how you're already leading. And I recognize that a lot of my fear around that was from past trauma and my past, but I, I think it's really important because everything that we've ever experienced is really dictating how we show up in the future and how we feel um, we're allowed to give ourselves permission to do the things that we really want to do or the places that we really want to step into. So I really want to start diving into this because a lot of my clients and a lot of the community, um, we are mompreneurs um, and we struggle with some of these things. So low self-worth or constant comparison, uh, weaker boundaries or having a hard time or feeling guilty saying no, uh, people pleasing and feeling bad when we say no, um, and feeling a little unworthy and unsure of how to express emotions effectively. So when you're in your business, your business is inherently, let's, let's, bring it back a second. I have to explain one thing. Um, in terms of energetics, and this is kind of how I help support my community and help communicate um, energetics as a form of growth and development. So energy, let's separate them. So there is masculine energy and feminine energy, and those do not mean male and or female. That is not what they are. Um, being uh, in the masculine is let me kind of explain what because there's wounded masculine and there's healed masculine divine masculine so masculine energy is freedom and purpose and mission and liberation and um creating solutions and structure and strategy and achievement and success so that's all masculine energy but notice that it's standing in strength like it's not overly controlling or dominant or forceful or aggressive. It's very strong and it's very open and it's very focused. And so feminine energy is really like the light force. It's the heart flow. It's feeling emotion, intuition, flow, creative energy, expression, uh, radiance. Um, so those are really the feminine and the masculine in the divine sense. Now, a lot of times when we have wounded masculine or wounded feminine energy, it can get a little tricky. So if you're struggling with those things like low self-worth or comparison, then you're most likely not going to feel super in alignment with stepping into that place of leadership in your business, whether this means scaling your business by hiring more people, or if you already have hired people, but you are not necessarily stepping into that leadership position and really leading your team. Um, so with that being said, the wounded feminine kind of shows up as those things that I said before, the low self-worth, the comparison, the boundary issue, people pleasing, that type of thing. So we have to kind of like revert back to a few basics. So I, in my courses and in my coaching and in my future programs that I'm working on developing at the moment, basically, if we think about where do all these stories come from, where are all these stories being developed? Well, they're being developed and formed by other people's stories, other people's illusions of truth. And 
they become imprinted in our neural network as truth. So uh, especially as we're young, um, from the ages of zero to seven, I mean, that is like everything. It, we're, we basically have no um, conscious awareness of saying like, I don't believe that to be true, mom. I don't believe that to be true, auntie or dad, whoever you're talking to when you're a child. And you just believe everything that is being told to you as truth. And it's being stored in the deepest part of your subconscious and it forms your identity of who you show up at and who you become. So your subconscious, if you think about this, is actually that small child still. We just, if we haven't reshaped the subconscious, we're still acting from trauma. We're still acting from someone else's belief of who we needed to be, to be loved, to be accepted, to be valued, to be seen, to be heard, to be loved. And, and so basically if we don't consciously choose to change those stories or release the things that don't serve us or release the other stories that do not belong to us, we are adults with an inner child subconscious. So where this comes into play with the wounded feminine is you think about it like the wounded feminine is usually coming from the feminine energy in your life with whom you were raised with. This could be a grandmother. This could be a foster. This could be a um, grandparents. But think about who was the feminine, who carried that feminine energy. Um, was it – because you could also have a male in your life that carried the feminine energy as well. Um, but normally what ends up happening is we are either – a few things that could be happening when we're in the wounded is we are representing or acting as if we were the people that raised us. So for example, um, my mother has done a ton of healing if she's listening. Hi mama. I love you so much. Um, but she had some areas that she was working on when she was younger. She was really young when she had us and she did the best that she could. Um, and we have an amazing relationship now, but our relationship was, um, it was like a love hate relationship growing up. She tried her best and, but um, as a young girl, um, I took on her insecurities and her wounded feminine and really lived in that. And it wasn't until I forgave that version of her who did her best and saw her with eyes of love and did my own healing that I was able to step into the divine feminine. So it's either being abandoned by that feminine energy. It's either um, adopting those same beliefs or habits that you were raised with in that feminine energy. So it's just important to think about where those are coming from and you can absolutely heal those, um, those wounds. Um, I teach those types of things in my, in my coaching programs. However, when you think about that, stepping into the leadership position really means allowing the feminine and the masculine to live in harmony really healing the wounded feminine, healing the masculine, and really stepping in um, to ensure that you're in balance and alignment so you can lead with a place of love. So wounded masculine can really show up as like being forceful or not trusting that the universe, God, or divine is going to support you, um, overworking, overthinking, really aggressive or busy-minded or over-competitive. So they actually 
can, if you're experiencing some of those, then you want to think about the masculine in your life as well. Where's the wounded masculine coming in for you and being able to heal those as well. Something that I'd like to give you as just a place to start, because I think showing up as a leader is first asking yourself, what does that mean to me? What does being a leader actually mean for me? What sh- what do I think I need to be doing that I'm not doing now? What areas do I need to work on to ensure that I can lead um, in a really beautiful way? And it doesn't mean that you have to be a leader, which is dominant or controlling or aggressive, because it's the opposite of that. Um, so knowing those things, and then a really great place to start is I hear this all the time all the time. Like I wish I had a nickel or a penny or a dollar. Hell, if I got a hundred dollars for every time I heard this, I would be boop on a yacht in Bali right now. So people will say, well, Jamie, I can't meditate. Like I can't do it. My mind is so busy. Like my there's, I can't sit still. I can't do these things. The fact is, is that meditation is a learned habit. Like it is something that you do that is finding the stillness and meditation actually allows for you to hear how busy your mind is, how busy your mind is and how trapped your thoughts are. So just trying to start and doing it is allowing you to hear what's the narrative happening upstairs and allowing yourself no judgment when those thoughts roll through. Looking them, looking at them objectively and thinking, okay, that's a thought. Okay, that's a thought. They're not good. They're not bad. They are neutral. We don't give them, we don't judge them. We just experience them because part of the human experience on this planet Earth is experiencing some motherfucking feelings. That's just how it goes. <laughs> we have to feel things to be able to move through it and to heal and to show up in our power. Because when we suppress, when we allow our thoughts to take over, we are allowing our power to be taken away again and again and again and again. And the way to regain your power is by saying, you know what? I'm just going to say yes to me. I'm just going to choose myself. And I don't know what that looks like. It can just be really messy and weird and whatever. It's just as long as you have said, I'm just going to choose myself. Even if that means I'm taking a little bit of an extra long shower, even if that means that um, I'm going to be more present with my kids, even if that means just going for a walk or playing or rolling in the dirt with your kids or like going for a hike or playing music or being silly, laying on the floor with them, doing something for you, whatever it is for you to just be able to give yourself some more love and compassion as you're navigating the thoughts that are your inner narrative. So let's recap on kind of what we talked about today. So first and foremost, we're talking about the leadership, the leadership inside of our business to take action. Because if you were a solo entrepreneur, because a lot of our community is solo female entrepreneurs, but also entrepreneurs who have a team. And so if you are in the area of your business where you're like, I'm doing it all on my own, Jamie, and I'm drowning. Like, I don't know how to delegate. I don't know how to do these things. How do I manifest like this clarity and direction? And I'm drowning. And the first form, like first and foremost, my job is to first give you so much love and validation. The fact that you are doing the best that you are doing right now. And that is perfect. 
it is perfect to acknowledge that you've done a lot, that you have done so much, that you have raised children, that you are kicking ass, that you were brave enough to open your own business. And then on top of it, you're like, all right, and now I'm struggling. And asking for that support is the first step in growth. It's being able to look at what am, what do I need to delegate? What do I need to actually rebuild my relationship on and energetically vibrate on a different frequency so I can call that in because you're, you will only manifest from how healed your inner child is, how healed your belief systems are, how healed that younger little you is. Because if your little you is not healed enough, you will not be able to receive massive abundance, growth, prosperity, joy, freedom, all of that which entails an entrepreneurship. And let's be honest, entrepreneurship is a personal development shit show. If you are just beginning your journey, my love, you are in the right place because I'm going to help you on your personal development mentor, ship, joy, ride, here we go, because it will show you all the areas that you are uh, needing some healing in. That is for sure. So we went over masculine energy, feminine energy, wounded, uh, divine energy, how, how that shows up in your life and a way to just get started today, which is am I actually showing up as a leader and is it in a toxic form or is it in an empowered form? So toxic can be, I'm, um, I have a team and I'm constantly micromanaging and I'm constantly not trusting that they're doing their job and no one can do it as good as I can. Like that's not a leader. That's somebody who has um, to be able to allow other people to step in and help. And the best way that I actually um, like to help people understand this is think about your child for a moment. Think about your child. Your child may be a teenager at this point, or they may be really young, but allow you allow yourself to think about your child for a moment. You took care of them when they were a baby. Maybe you nursed them. Maybe you were formula fed. Um, maybe uh, you were the ones who always changed their diapers, right? And then maybe you needed a little bit of a break. Maybe you were overwhelmed. You weren't getting as much sleep and maybe you were frustrated and kind of just like at your wits end. And you're like, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit. You asked for help. You asked for support. Somebody please step in and allow me to get a little bit of rest. Somebody step in so maybe I can go back to work. Someone please step in so I can maybe have a little bit of me time, a little bit of quiet. And you allowed someone, you trusted somebody to come in and take care of something that you cared for. You are allowed to give up a little bit of that control and say, I believe I'm not the only one that can take care of this child. So oftentimes we think of our business as our baby and those can get really, um, those lines can get really crossed, especially if you are a mom. So if you are a mom running a business and you are constantly trying to, you're a helicopter mom, then you're going to be a helicopter mom in your business. So it's really important to see where the parallels are there and where we need to be able to allow other people in to help raise this. Um, and you allowed people in, right? You allowed maybe the aunts or the uncles to come take them on a on a trip. Maybe you allowed um, another parent figure to come in and support you or take them on a on to dance class or something like that. So recognize all the times that you gave up that control 
that you allowed someone in, that you allowed someone to help you. It's the same thing in your business. It's allowing and trusting that somebody can care about your business maybe just as much as you do. Maybe someone who really cares about the, its growth and development and being a healthy leader, a divine leader, can really allow for this person to feel important and to trust them. And the more you micromanage, the more it tells that person, I don't trust you. And more that person is not going to take action the way that they should because they're afraid of doing something wrong because they're being watched all the time. So ask yourself today, what does it mean for me to be a leader in my business? What does that actually look like? And what am I already doing in my business as a leader? And maybe you're just a solo entrepreneur, but you're still the leader of your business regardless. And then allow for a spiritual practice or just a calming, mindful practice of five minutes. It doesn't even have to be five minutes, a couple minutes. Put on some meditative music. Hertz frequencies are amazing. You can look them up on Spotify. And just sit with yourself with for just a couple minutes. Just give yourself a couple freaking minutes. If you can scroll on TikTok and Instagram for a couple minutes, you can do a mindful meditation. And just sit with the thoughts. Allow them to roll through. Allow them to be without passing judgment, without looking at them with shame or regret or anger, just look at them object objectively as just thoughts and not let them have as much power. And then this will kind of give you a little bit more of an energy audit of what's transpiring upstairs uh, because your thoughts are the energetic source that calls in more good. Uh, so I want to thank you so much for joining me uh, on this episode of the podcast. If this content is helping you in any way, it would mean the world to me. If you would please leave a review, I'd love to shout you out on the next podcast. And if you do leave a review, leave your name, leave a little bit about your business so I can share that with our community and share your business and do more good. Um, so thank you again so much. I'm going to leave some good little deets for you in the show notes below and have a great fucking day. Okay. Go kick ass today. You are amazing. You are lovely. You are whole as you are. Nothing about you needs to be changing. Just heal and grow and shine, my love. You are whole as you are. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now.